There's a super typhoon headed in, and our flight is delayed 17 hours. The last super typhoon that hit that area, uh, they told us that there was close to 20,000 people that had lost their life. Life. Paulo Repetto here. Welcome to episode 3, part 2 of the Untold Stories of Missions. We are back from our last episode with David Mathis as he continues to tell his story of the miraculous in the Philippines. We were able to hear that time and time again, God showed himself greater than the elements and that he has them in control. Don't forget if you haven't caught up with part one, please do so. Thank you. As their trip was coming to an end, they were preparing to leave. That's when Mother Nature decided to show her fury, as she has done so before. And here is where our story continues. We were in, a, in another area. Uh, it was called Kat Blogan. Again, no missionaries ventured down to this area. It's a little hostile. They said it was 90% rebels. We went there and, and uh, God poured out, Holy Ghost Crusade, all this stuff. Well, there was a super typhoon headed in. And we thought, well, we got to get to Manila because we got to catch our flight to China. And uh, we don't want to be delayed. And uh, the last super typhoon that hit that area, uh, they told us that there was close to 20,000 people that had lost their life. So we, uh, we head on to Manila, and our flight is delayed by like 17 hours because of, of uh, this super typhoon. So I looked at Hunter, and we're in the hotel again, just waiting this thing out. And I said, we've got to pray against this storm, that everything's going to be all right. And so we had our hands up against the glass, and we were praying and rebuking the storm. And I've got this on my phone. I've, I pulled up the Doppler a few different times, and it shows our location. This super typhoon is, is zeroing in on us. And you see the little blue dot of our location. So then the thing finally hits, and we see in the distance, I mean, just it looks like chaos going on in, in north of us. I mean, the place was getting tore up, so I pull up my Doppler again. And there is the super typhoon right where we are. But for whatever reason, and we know what reason it is, there was an arch that was made right around our GPS location. And there was a little bit of rain, but all the chaos and everything that was going on was just north of us. And it stayed like that until this typhoon went completely over us and around where we were, I think we even went out for coffee up the road to wait it out because that's how calm it was where we were. Uh, but we could see all around us that things were a little crazy. That was just God showing again, I am the God of the elements. Brother Mathis then remembered this last story that he shared with us. They were in General Santos. There, they rented out a church that sat about 3,000 and this church belonged to Manny Pacquiao, who was, and still is, a famous professional boxer. As they did that, they were able to get the word out so that everyone could come. And we, uh, we put the word out that we was going to have a crusade and drug addicts and whoever wants to come. And some of the extremists and some of the rebels had showed up. 
And again, another place where people started showing up by the dump truck load. And and uh, I went back and watched the video of this, and every time I'm just like, wow, God, you are amazing and awesome. We preached, we gave the altar call, and there was this girl that was there. She only had one arm, and she caught my eye. She was sitting in a red chair. No one else was sitting in a chair at the altar, but she was. And so I went down there, and I thought maybe, you know, she's just having a hard time. I, I knew she only had the one arm there, but... Um, she's crying. She received the Holy Ghost, and next thing you know, she's up, you know, walking and dancing around in the Spirit. And, and I thought, well, praise God. Well, we make a call for people to go get baptized. Now, this is something I've never seen in my life. When we did that, over 300 people started to walk out, and I've got this on video. It's just absolutely amazing. 300 people walk out all in this line headed out to be baptized and so we knew that we had like the next hour and a half of just baptizing people so we get out there and I think we had four uh, of these inflatable pools set up and this girl man I, I call her my hero to be honest with you this girl comes over yeah, the one with that had one arm and, and her mom is with her and she's she's got tears in her eyes she says pastor my daughter wants to be uh, baptized in Jesus name and I said I said well great that's awesome let's do it and she said no you don't understand she pulled back her sweater uh, that she had on her over her uh, dress and there was this exposed uh, wound she had just gotten into a car accident a few days before and it had completely ripped off her arm and they said there's no more medicine if it gets wet we have no more bandages and she's in extreme pain when water gets on her. And, you know, some of the water there, especially what you're getting baptized in, is not clean. So I said, uh, I said, okay, well, I said, what's it going to cost for you to get more medication? And she said, oh, 500 pesos, sir. It's, it's a lot of money. And, well, for us, that's not a whole lot of money, 500 pesos. I, I never have cash on me during those that type of setting. I reach in my pocket just kind of wondering what I'm going to do, and I notice something's in my pocket. I pull it out, and literally I have 500 pesos in my hand. And I gave it to her. I said, here, you take care of your baby girl. And uh, her mom's, you know, she's, she's in tears, and she says, thank you, Pastor, thank you, Pastor. And I thought that was it. And then the little girl says, but no, and she's about 13, 15 years old. She says, no, pastor, I have to be baptized in Jesus' name. If this is what it takes to go to heaven, and I've already received the Holy Ghost, but I need to be baptized, it doesn't matter what kind of pain I'm about to go through, I must get in that water. And so I said, okay. And we did everything we could to try to make her comfortable, and I picked her up, and I sat her down into this uh, uh baptism tank and we baptized her and when she come up there was tears and she screamed and I thought oh dear lord she's in pain and and she says pastor there's no pain there's no pain and so we begin to worship and glorify God for that well then it was about three weeks after we got back I get a Facebook message from her mom because um, I mean they, they find you on Facebook and friend you like nobody's business <laughs> and she she um, 
Facebook messages me and she says, Pastor, I, I want to thank you for everything and all this. And she says, but I got to tell you this. After she was baptized and after she went home and everything, that spot that was raw from where her arm had been freshly torn off, it now looked like perfect skin over that spot. She says, the Lord had touched her and healed her. They don't even need the medicine anymore. They don't need bandages anymore. It looks like perfect skin. And uh, of course, I give God all the glory for that. Over and over again, we can count on God's mercy and grace. We are able to hear about the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the Philippines like never before. And it has been prophesied that there would be a one million soul revival come out of the Philippines. And that is what we are in the midst of hearing. It doesn't matter where these people come from, if they are the drug addicts from their wellness program or just your everyday person, we are reminded that God is no respecter of person and that he is the God of the elements. Thank you for listening to episode 3, part 2 of the Untold Stories of Missions. We will be back with another episode on March 26. As we are steadily growing, please remember to subscribe and leave a review for the podcast. And don't forget to tell a friend, co-worker, or family about the Untold Stories of Missions. Thank you, and God bless.